Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. The first time I heard from Allison, she was being interviewed on the Real Good Company podcast. She was being interviewed about how to write a book because it just so happens she's kind of an expert on how to do just that. Allison has published 13 of her own books and has helped thousands of writers across the world write and publish their own stories. When I heard Allison's interview, it was right around the time I was heavy into finishing the manuscript for my first book, and I was eager for some advice on the topic. As I listened to Allison's interview, not only did I gain a few golden nuggets about the book writing and publishing process, but I instantly became a fan of Allison and the work she is dedicated to. I quickly joined her email list and became so excited when I heard about the opportunity to be on the book launch team for Allison's newest book, The Power of Writing It Down. I am extremely grateful for the opportunity to have been one of the first readers for this powerful book and so excited to share a piece of that wisdom with you now. Today, I will be sharing with you an excerpt from chapter 9, Becoming Your Own Narrator. In this episode, you will learn what is your narrator voice, how being in tune with your narrator voice can bring you more internal peace and freedom. And you'll also learn about false narrators and how to deal with the false stories we are presented with. Are you ready to uncover the narrator in you? Let's dive in. Imagine for a moment that you're about to be lifted above your home in a hot air balloon. While you are secured safely to the ground, you can see one set of images, colors, shapes, and sizes. You have one perspective. Then, as you lift off from the earth, your perspective begins to widen slowly. You see angles of your home, your yard, and your neighborhood that weren't available to you before. Then, as you lift higher and higher, you see the street behind your home, each of your neighbor's yards surrounding yours. Then, you see the street beyond the street behind your home, and the street beyond that. You're not crazy that you didn't see this before, it's just that you hadn't positioned yourself at an angle where these visuals were available to you. Now that you've been lifted a few hundred feet above your home, and then a few thousand, you're able to see more. You have a different view. This is what writing does for us. It gives us another view. It allows us the capacity to see things in our life and in our story that we were unable to see before. 
When you begin to write down the facts of the situation, you start to think twice about what those facts really are. Instead of taking something at face value, you might walk all the way around a fact, figuratively speaking, to make sure you've accurately evaluated it. You might try to lift yourself above a feeling you're having so you can really understand it rather than surrendering to it as you have so many thousands of times before. You do not have to force this to happen in your writing. It's simply what happens as part of the process. When you make space, slow down enough to process and write down facts, thoughts, and feelings, you will inevitably let loose your own hot air balloon and you will be amazed at the new perspective you find. This is your narrator voice. When I work with authors, we spend a lot of time developing what I call a narrator voice. The narrator voice is the voice that comes on screen at the beginning of a movie and introduces the characters before we get to meet them face to face. This is the wise voice of reason, the mysterious voice that seems to have the answers and knows how it all ends. The characters in the story may be suffering or struggling. The characters in the story may not know the way, but the narrator knows exactly what is coming. We follow where the narrator leads us. The narrator voice is crucial to a story no matter what kind of story you're writing. The reader needs to know, even if the knowledge is subtle, that there is a beginning and an end to the story. And that the events we're witnessing are taking us somewhere. Even if you never plan to put your words into a book, never plan to share them beyond yourself, pay attention to what a narrator voice might offer your life. A narrator in a story helps the viewer achieve a perspective that the hero of the story doesn't have. What if there was a voice that could help you know which way to turn when you needed direction? What if a part of you had the solutions to the problems that are plaguing you the most right now? How comforted would you feel if a small part of you knew that no matter what happens to you, you're going to be all right? What if I told you that you could access this part of yourself simply by writing it down? What the narrator knows. Think of yourself for a minute as the protagonist in your own life story. Some people express some resistance to doing this. It feels self-centered to think of themselves as a protagonist, sometimes called a hero. But before you write this off as an exercise in selfishness, consider that putting yourself at the center of your own life story is actually about personal accountability, agency, and ownership of yourself and your actions. If you're not at the center of your story, who is? I'm not suggesting you have to be the live action hero of some epic film. I simply mean that in the movie of your life, you are at the epicenter. Your actions matter the most to how the story will unfold. At the end of your life, do you want the story to read... I faced some difficult challenges. I didn't always know what to do, but I did my best and overcame unbelievable odds and was lifted by a force that felt greater than me. 
Or do you want the story to read, It was nothing but devastation and despair, and I became so overwhelmed, I pretty much checked out and watched TV. This is what the narrator of the story gets to decide. The narrator doesn't change any of the facts of the story. The narrator frames the story. He or she decides what the facts mean, and in doing so, gives the story a destination. So imagine that you're the protagonist of the story you're living in, and you are trying to make a decision about what to do next, but you have no idea which way is the right way. Who does know the right way? The narrator. Accessing your narrator voice helps you float above your house for a minute like you did in that hot air balloon, writing down the elements of your life as if they are a story, and thinking of yourself as the hero of that story gives you a greater perspective. A narrator can notice things that a protagonist cannot. They can notice patterns, the facts, thoughts, and feelings that repeat again and again and again. The words that show up on your page 17,000 times when you're talking about a certain topic. Julie, one of our workshop participants, noticed a name from her past come up in almost every single thing she wrote for months. This person, as much as she despised them, was occupying tons of space in the story of her life. She told me, if I see myself write that name one more time, I'm going to poke my own eyeball out. She knew that it was time to deal with this individual and their power, which still held sway over her life. She never would have known any of this without the practice of writing it down. This is the power of your narrator voice. When you begin to narrate your life, you're able to see things you couldn't see before, if only because you now have perspective. The false narrator. The problem is that there are all kinds of voices that narrate our lives that are not the voice of our true narrator. This is dangerous because the narrator drives the story. The narrator is the one who says, she knew that job wasn't right for her, but she took it anyway. I guess she would have to learn the hard way what happens when you go against your own inner knowing. Most of us never think of telling our stories in the third person like this, but something powerful happens when we do we realize the answers we were searching for so hard out there were in our hearts and minds all along. The words that change our path almost always come from inside us. When it comes to false narrators, I'm afraid to say most of us have dozens of them. You have what your parents say about you, what your siblings say about you and your choices, the way your best friend would narrate your life, the way your pastor or spiritual leader would narrate for you. Hopefully, you have a gifted therapist who has learned to stay quiet and make space so you can finally hear your own inner voice. But if not, you even have your therapist's voice to contend with. And these are only the voices outside of you. On top of all the external voices you have, the peanut gallery in your head that starts chattering away at pretty much every move you make. 
One therapist I work with years ago, Chelsea Wakefield, calls this your inner committee. The sea of voices who weigh in on your life even when you do not ask them to. She had me name these inner voices for myself. I gave them names like critical professor and angry protector and skeptical Sam. This opened my eyes to how many voices were bouncing around in my head, arguing with one another on a daily basis. No wonder I couldn't figure out where to turn to next. With this kind of inner noise, how on earth could you hear yourself think? How on earth could you hear your own voice? Chelsea wrote a book called Negotiating the Inner Peace Treaty. That's all about how to get these voices to communicate with each other so you can finally get some relief. It's full of exercises and questions that could easily be translated into writing assignments and used in conjunction with what you're learning here. But for the purposes of this book and this chapter in particular, I want you to consider calling your one true voice of wisdom and joy your narrator voice. Narrators and Stories To help you understand a little bit more about how a narrator operates in storytelling and to help you make the connection to your own inner knowing and your writing, I need to explain a bit about how stories work. First of all, you need to know that stories have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Our lives similarly have a beginning, birth, a middle, and an end, death. But even more important, the stories within the greater stories of our lives follow the same structure. Every job you've ever had, relationship you've ever been a part of, or journey you've ever traveled has a beginning, middle, and an end. Stories also usually follow a single character. The protagonist in the story we follow from the beginning of the story through the messy middle all the way to the end. But the protagonist doesn't just simply move through the story. He or she is changed in the process. When we read a story where the main character doesn't change, we intuitively feel disappointed and confused. In fact, remember the last time you told a friend a story about your weekend, paused halfway through it and thought to yourself, where was I going with this? That's a story without a transformation. We call that a flat story. It's boring, it's hard to follow, and it's ultimately unsatisfying. What I'm getting at is that while most of us understand that stories where the main character isn't going anywhere are boring, few of us have asked ourselves, where is my life going? The narrator knows where the story is going. The narrator knows who the main character is trying to become. Have you ever heard a narrator in a movie sound stressed or anxious? Neither have I. That's because the narrator knows things the protagonist does not know. Writing gives you access to this narrator voice inside you, a voice which is always present but sometimes gets overshadowed by other voices. What if you could hear the voice of your own inner narrator above the voices of the world around you? Instagram, your screaming children who need something from you, the neighbor who is critical or rude, your boss who never quite seems satisfied. What if you could hear your own narrator more clearly than the critical voices from your past, your parents, your eighth grade geometry teacher, your high school football coach? 
If you've been lucky enough to have some helpful and encouraging voices in your life, you're at an advantage. But what if your narrator voice still knows something they don't know? Even the most well-meaning voices in our lives can give us advice that worked for them, but gets us off track. Never go to bed angry. You'll never make money being a writer. Whatever you do, don't get a credit card. Lean your head back when you get a nosebleed. I'm just listing out a few of the well-meaning pieces of advice I've been given by those who thought they were helping me. Their advice turned out to be either downright wrong, wrong for me, or just generally unhelpful and uninspiring. It has nothing to do with the intent of the speaker and everything to do with the value of a narrator voice. If you're the protagonist in your own story, who better to narrate than your narrator? Your narrator voice knows more about you than anyone else could. It knows who you are and where you're headed. It knows your deepest thoughts and feelings. It knows the beginning and the end. It knows the transformation you're after with such a certainty that it isn't phased in the slightest by the obstacles you face on the way. It knows this is all part of the plan. Let me ask you this. Do you believe you have an inner guide helping you along your journey and showing you where to go? Maybe you call this voice your intuition or the wisdom of the saints or a still small whisper or the Holy Spirit. Whatever you call it, I'm calling it your narrator voice. Perhaps you're uncertain or skeptical about this. If so, writing is a fantastic way to experiment and see if it's true for you. Write a question at the top of your paper, such as, where is my life headed? Or what should I do next? Then free write for 10 to 20 minutes. See if you answer your own question. I've worked with writers who swear they've practically predicted the future through their writing. They've written down things like where they're going to live or what they will be doing for a living in two years, only to stumble upon that time capsule years later. I found one recently that I'll share with you. Back during the worst part of my divorce, a friend who is also a life coach suggested I write a present tense diary entry from my life five years in the future. She based this exercise on what she's learned about the power of visualization and its impact on our brains, the ability of the subconscious thought to drive our behaviors, and even a few principles of hypnotherapy. It's similar to what I'm teaching you, albeit with a different lens. I'm always up for this kind of stuff, so I took her up on her suggestion. The instructions were to choose a date a few years into the future, write the date at the top of the paper, and then write a journal entry as if I had already lived that day. I was forced, in other words, to imagine how things might be, where I'd be living, what I'd be doing, and who I'd be with. The date I choose is still three months away from the day I'm writing this, meaning it hasn't even quite happened yet. Below is a tiny segment of what I wrote. 
One of the things I love so much about this man I'm with is that he is the biggest heart of anyone I know. The biggest heart. He is always helping people and serving them. He has given his entire life to the work he does, which means he's often on the road like I am. We don't get to be together all the time, but our reunions are sweet. You wouldn't believe what it does to your heart to always know that no matter what, you have a safe person and place to come home to. He is that safe place for me. Obviously, this paragraph could have just as easily been written today about my husband, Matt, and our life together. It feels almost eerie to read it. Everything I said about him in this entry was true, and I wrote it years before I ever knew who he was. How did I know? To be candid, there are several things I wrote in that exercise that didn't come true. For example, I talked about waking up our kids for school. Kids, plural. While we do have a daughter on the way as I write this book, it will be a few more years before we have kids, plural, or kids in school for that matter. Maybe I was thinking I'd adopt someday. Maybe we still will. Maybe it was all just wishful thinking on my part. The point is not that your narrator voice can predict every factual detail of your life. If it can, you have a new career path on your hands. The point is that your narrator voice, the most truthful and deepest part of you, is driving your life, whether you like it or not. So if, as you write, you find that your narrator voice is always whining and complaining about how life is unfair, you can expect that life is going to keep being pretty unfair. If you uncover a deep truth about yourself that you've never realized, that let's say you're happiest when you're in the sunshine, don't be surprised if you end up moving away from Seattle. This is not magical thinking or woo-woo spirituality. This is neuroscience. Your buried thoughts and beliefs are driving your behavior. Through writing, your narrator voice gives you access to what you really think and feel about the facts of your life. Can we predict outcomes? No. Can we have total control to shape them? Sorry, no. But your narrator voice does enable you to tap into the truth about your circumstances so that you can change what is within your control, your response to your circumstances. Your narrator voice can give you access to the part of yourself that is in tune with more than the daily struggles of your life. It can give you wisdom and perspective on the parts of your life that seem dark and confusing right now. Writing is like a portal or a passageway to this part of who you are. As you put words on the page, you'll suddenly begin to see this. This is who I am. This is what I want. This is why I'm here. Your narrator voice might just be your key to freedom. Thank you so much for listening to Becoming Your Own Narrator, Chapter 9 from The Power of Writing It Down by Allison Fallon. In this episode, we learned how writing can be used as a tool to gain a new perspective on our lives by zooming out and taking a wider vantage point. This wider view allows us the ability to sift through the external noise and the stories that are presented to us and really develop a close relationship with our true inner wisdom that can help guide us to the next right step. 
Author Allison Fallon has published 13 books and counting. She is also the founder of Find Your Voice, a community that offers workshops, courses, editing help, and more for anyone who wants to write a book. Allison is the host of the Find Your Voice podcast, where she continues to share the power of writing and tips for how to do it. You can find links to Allison's books, website, and the Find Your Voice community listed in this episode's show notes. Before I send you off today, I wanted to ask you, what has one of your false narrators been telling you? Have they been telling you there's no point to write a book if you aren't going to make the bestsellers list? Or that you can't start a business in today's economy? Whatever it is, I encourage you to challenge those false narrators. To do so, all you have to do, commit to taking action on what your heart is pulling at you to do. Commit to taking one small step towards your next big thing. Speaking of your next big thing, my newest program, Eight Weeks of Action, is open for enrollment until January 24th, 2021. The magic of this program is simplicity. With eight weeks of action, you'll get a one-hour goal game plan call with me where we will discuss all of the things that you've been dreaming of doing, and then we will determine one thing to commit to for the next eight weeks. Each week, we will have a one-on-one call together to discuss your roadmap and determine your next right step. You're also going to get access to a couple of meditations, daily planning worksheets, and a habit tracking app where we can uh, keep in touch day to day on each other's daily progress. As a busy mom and a full-time entrepreneur, I've learned a few tips and tricks that have taught me how to be super, super intentional with my time and my lifestyle. Now I want to help you do the same. No matter how busy your life currently is, Now is the time for you to commit to something big for yourself. There will never be more time or the right time. Our time is now, and together we can do this. Head on over to mappingthroughlife.com slash action to sign up and get all the details. I am so grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.